Welcome to Pawtastic Friends, the Paw Talk. In this podcast, we visit with Pawtastic Friends founder Michael and Melissa Novelli about their passion around providing enrichment training for rescue dogs. We'll tell the stories of Pawtastic Friends through their work with rescue dogs. There are some heartwarming stories. There are some heartbreaking stories. But I know you'll enjoy this podcast, Pawtastic Friends, The Paw Talk. In this episode, we have Kane, Oliver, and Kenzie. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back with Michael and Melissa Novelli for another episode of the award-winning The Paw Talk. Hey, guys. Hey, what's happening? Thanks to you, we got that award because you're the one that started the whole paw talk. So well, thank you. Um, so guys, here we are in December. So we're going to talk about the holidays. We're going to talk about uh, dog safety during the holidays. You guys had a huge gig in November. Got a lot of publicity for that. And you've actually also got another holiday uh, contest slash event we're going to talk about. But before we get there, we're going to talk about Melissa's boyfriend, Kane. Uh-huh. And for those of you who are listening to this, her smile just <laughs> lit up the entire screen when I said that name. So, Melissa, tell us about your boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. He is one of my most favorites ever. Kane is a little fire plug pup who comes in here. And the first day, he was so scared. He was pancaked on the ground. And when his handler, Avery, brought him in, you could tell he was scared. He wanted to go back out. And each week, it got a little easier for him to come in. And we'd see a wag every now and then. And our trainer, Melissa, just worked magic with him. And every time he'd come in, I'd be like, hi, Kane. Hi, Kane. So I think he started to recognize my voice because when he would be in the arena and he would hear my voice, he would come over and kind of look under the gate and kind of follow me as I was going through. So the one time I looked in there, he did a play bow like he wanted to play. And so I said, oh, can I come in? And they're like, yeah. And we were running. He was chasing me. And um, each week, that's our thing. So he trains 115 to 215. The last 10 minutes, I get to go play with him. Um, The one time he was giving me kisses, and he had never gotten on the platform before. So I sat down, and I had a little hot dog, and I coaxed him. He got up on the platform, turned around, sat, laid down, and it was just, you couldn't believe it. It was just so amazing to see how much he's flourished. Then I started to sing to him, you are my sunshine. And at one point he just stopped. He looked up to me with his eyes. I could barely hold back the tears because it was just so, you know, heartwarming. So hopefully maybe one day Kane Novelli will become part of our family. Ooh, Michael. <laughs> he's amazing. She she has a lot of dogs that, you know, hopefully they get adopted quickly. Otherwise, they'd be at our house. But Kane is the most recent one. And she talks about him daily. Oh, my gosh. Daily. Just the best. Well, uh, tell us about Oliver. So, Oliver Pot Pie <laughs> is... <laughs> I like the pot pie. You'll, you'll hear why. This amazing smarty pants who just started in our program. Um, he's already had two sessions. 
this poor guy was in boarding for 11 months and never got out of his kennel ever. So now he is at the boarding facility where we walk. And they said that he was a little um, nervous around women. So, of course, I wanted him to start to get comfortable with me just in case. I didn't want a volunteer to get hurt or anything. And then volunteer Pat says, Melissa, I'm probably going to be transporting him. So why don't you let me start walking him? So I said, okay. And he is smart as a whip. Sit down, shake, high five, knows it all. And um, Pat says to me one time, she's like, yeah, he loves pot pies. And in my head, I'm thinking, wow, she is sure a dedicated volunteer making pot pies for these dogs. This is amazing. So I um, I said to her, I said, she said, well, here's a pot pie for him. I'm like, what do you mean? I go, what did you make more pot pies? It's a treat. She's like, no, it's called chicken pot pies. I was like, wow, I was really thinking you were going above and beyond. But Oliver has flourished with the volunteers. And now he comes and he works with Keith. And he is just, just blossoming into this amazing dog and he's building trust. He's building confidence. And um, each week it's a little bit of a new adventure with him because we start to see more of his personality and um, just amazing. And thank God for the volunteers because they have really worked magic with some of these dogs with their time, their dedication, um, their compassion and their patience, because some of them takes a little bit um, more time than others to get to know them and really see their, their true personality. What kind of dog is Oliver? He is, I would say like a cattle dog. He's, he's cute as a button. And, um, but of course he was surrendered for biting and hadn't come out, you know, of his kennel. So, um, to see him out and in the fresh air and walking and just like really, um, he's a working dog. He wants to work. He always wants to do something, you know, for his treats. He wants to sit. He wants to shake. He wants to, you know, uh, give a high five. And he just really, really is is coming out of his shell. He was um, uh, adopted during COVID. So he hadn't had much socialization. So I think that has a lot to do with it. That's Penny Lane. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's our newest. Um, so uh, tell us about Kenzie. So Kenzie was a dog that came here, and every time Kenzie came, tail tucked, scared. Our friend Jennifer, who we started volunteering with at the shelter many, many years ago, uh, she works with one of our rescue partners called Wagon Tails Rescue Oregon. She transports dogs uh, for them. She's fostered, I think, 500 plus dogs at her house. She's amazing. So Kenzie, she kept bringing back and forth for training. And Kenzie was with the NSPCA or no, Wagon, wagon Tails. Wagon tails. Uh, and we kept telling Jen, Jen, just we, we all know Kenzie's going to be your dog. Just, no, no, no. I already have dogs. Well, after a certain time, guess who adopted dog number 632? Jennifer added Kenzie to her uh, pack. And is... Kenzie loves to go camping. Yes. She's really uh, another dog that was so fearful and so scared, has really been um, 
building, you know, building her character. And she just is like made for camping. She loves it. So the um, last time we were together for a podcast, you talked about an upcoming fundraiser you were going to have in November. We're recording this in December. So that event has happened. So I wanted to start with, could you tell us about the November 12th event? And could you tell us about being honored uh, by the city of Las Vegas uh, on that date? So uh, Michael, tell us how the uh, fundraising event went and what the honor you received from the city was. So the Hope for the Holidays event, we started about probably five or six years ago and we held it in our back parking lot and we've really expanded to where we had local entertainers and um, Joanne Downey, she's a, a great part of our team. She brought a lot of the local entertainers here that perform on the strip. We had Tape Face, you know, Tape Face, he was on America's Got Talent and he's got a show on the strip and uh, John was here. He did Austin Powers. We had Travis Clore. He was the longest playing uh, Frankie Jersey Valley guy. and Jersey Boys here in Vegas. I mean, just so many great, talented entertainers that donated their time to come out and mingle with the people that came to the free event. The Chippendales. Oh, yeah, the Chippendales. The ladies, I forgot about the Chippendales. Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about the Chippendales. And then we had uh, <laughs> we had Linda Moore, who dressed up as Marilyn Monroe. She does that, and she was great. And uh, we had a lot of great people come out for that. And that was our best hope for the holidays ever for fundraising, which was really exciting. And uh, everybody has a great time. It's free. You get to mingle with everybody and, you know, get pictures with Santa. Great vendors. Yeah, we had great local vendors. We had like 35 vendors, the biggest ever for vendors. So it was a great event. And then um, Mayor Carolyn Goodman from Las Vegas proclaimed November 12th, 2023, Potastic Friends Day. So that was really cool. So she did a video we put up on social media, you know, reading the whole proclamation. In fact, I have the proclamation right here. I was just thinking, hey, this is in the office. So there it is. Our camera's a little backwards, but proclamation from the mayor of Las Vegas. So that was a pretty cool honor to know that, you know, we're being recognized that, you know, changing the world because that's what it's all about. That's what you're doing with helping us change the world telling people what we do at Fantastic Friends, and we greatly appreciate it more than you could possibly know because the more people that know about what we do, the more dogs we can help, the more lives we can change, and the more lives we can save because that's exactly what Fantastic Friends is. Well, I wanted to ask you, as we close, you've got one event coming up, and it's a unique contest that I'm aware of, uh, but it's a where you, I think, submit wreaths or Christmas wreaths and the winner gets a big prize. So Melissa, I'm going to ask you to tell us about this contest and how our listeners can support Potastic Friends in your uh, entry this year. So uh, Boyd Gaming, they put on a contest called Wreaths of Hope. And at each of their seven properties, there are five charities that are um, required to, well, invited to create a wreath that showcases what their organization represents and what their organization does. So our creative team, Sandy, Joanne, and Susan work diligently, um, and Julie as well, and Linda, they all contributed. And um, the wreath is huge, it's about 60 inches. So it hangs and is, is huge. 
Um, we only had a couple days to attach everything because it was right after our Hope for the Holidays event. So our wreath hangs in the Orleans um, Hotel and Casino. And every day you can vote in person and first place wins $3,000. And then out of all 35 charities that are in the contest, um, there's a social media portion. And whoever wins the most votes on social media out of all 35 charities wins an additional prize pool of $2,500. So last year, we were fortunate enough to win at Aliante. So we won first place, $3,000, and we won first out of all 35 charities, which was an additional $2,500. So you can go online, you can vote. And we really appreciate it. Voting ends Friday at 11.59 p.m. And next Tuesday, the 19th, they have a whole awards presentation. And the girls, they never fail to amaze me. They always rock the wreath. I was I was in the office running the center last year and watching a live stream. I was crying in here because the excitement of the girls when they won was awesome. Because the thing about Pawtastic Friends, we're different than a lot of the other uh, nonprofits. The people that get paid here is the landlord, the utilities, and our trainers. Melissa and I work full time. All of our volunteers work full time. We don't take a penny. We pay to keep our lights on. We pay to keep our trainers here, and we donate all the training. We don't ask to rescues for anything. We raise all the funds and we pay for everything. So that's what makes it unique. The money goes where it's supposed to to the dogs. So vote, vote, vote. Yeah, we need your vote. So uh, before we leave, I want to get three things from you. Number one, uh, if people want more information on Potastic Friends, where do they go? Number two, if people want to donate to Potastic Friends, where, how do they do it? And number three, Melissa, how do they vote, vote, vote? So how do you want to answer those three? Number one and number two, PotasticFriends.com. What's great, too, is we just uh, we set up Zelle. So everybody has that banking app in their banking you can donate right on Zelle to Potastic Friends. We have everything on our Facebook page, everything on our website. So real easy, real easy. Potasticfriends.com. Melissa, how do we vote, vote, vote? So if you're in Las Vegas, you should go down to the Orleans and vote in person and help us win that in-person voting. Otherwise, you can go on, is it? It's Boy social media. It's social media. We have it on all of our links. On our, uh, we're Potastic Friends LB on Instagram. And Potastic Friends on Facebook. The links are there daily, multiple times. Yeah. It's in our uh, but reels you, yeah, and but also what, in our stories. But what you can do is go to our website, potasticfriends.com, and it pops up right away, gives you the link to vote. That's the easiest way. Vanessa, and we need your votes. Vanessa, we need your Vanessa, our website manager, she does a great job on the website and doing all that. So she's got it. So when you type in potasticfriends.com, boom, Risa Hope, vote. You got till the 15th, which is Friday. Friday, 11.59 p.m. Yes. So for those who don't know, Mike and Melissa are both from Chicago. So we all know what vote means. Vote, <laughs> vote, vote. Guys, thanks so much. I look forward to uh, visiting with you next time. Thanks as always. Tom. Thank Great. you. I appreciate you. All right. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Paw Talk. I hope you will consider a donation to Pawtastic Friends. We've linked to their donation site in the show notes. Also, vote for their wreath on Wreaths of Hope. If you go to the Potastic Friends website, the voting site will pop up. And once again, I've linked to it. The Potastic 
Friends, the Paw Talk podcast is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network.